Welcome to Feeling Asian, a podcast where two Asians talk about their feelings. I'm your co-host, Youngmi Mayer. And I'm your other co-host, Brian Park. And today, Youngmi, we yeah. have an awesome episode because yeah. we have one of our very, very close friends. He is the host of the f- Asian, not Asian, <laughs> but... Asian, not Asian, the very popular and extremely Highly entertaining Asian, Asian not, not Asian, Asian podcast. podcast. And he's also a hilarious comedian, and I believe the first comedian that we've had. First male guest. First male guest. A lot of firsts here. First male, first Japanese person, first comedian. Can I talk? Fumi (laughs) Abe. You stepped on my. Stepped on your intro. You stepped on your name. (laughs) Fumi Abe. Fumi Abe. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Yay. Young me, how are you feeling? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> We're just getting right into it. Well, okay. Um, so here's the thing. It was my birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. Happy Thank birthday. You. The big five zero. Um, Did you like my gift that I, I got didn't, you? I left it at someone's house and I <laughs> didn't pick it up yet because <laughs> I was drunk and I left it there. But I'm going to go get it. But thank cool. you so much for the gift, Brian. Cool. It was so sweet. Anyways, I was how are you feeling? <laughs> I so I, I had like, so I had a party with friends and, you know, like I said last week, I've been kind of backing off from sleeping around, being a chaotic street legend, you know dating or whatever just because it feels so it feels too intense and I feel like I was doing it to mask a lot of feelings that I was feeling from just getting out of a relationship yeah and it was like too volatile in my head but I was fine with just hanging out with my friends it felt really good I was like all my friends are so amazing and interesting and fun and like I much prefer their presence over some guy I met on tinder do you know what i mean um, no, no offense to people that i meet on tinder <laughs> <laughs> you want to be respectful of those chaotic bushwick bros that you're meeting on tinder no. remember when you looked through my tinder matches and you were just like these are just alt asians that's alt like asians? <laughs> they were alt asians <laughs> which i know you mean like alternative asians yeah. but it sounds like they're just like Asian supremacists or something? No, oh. I meant I meant alt <laughs> like, like Reddit Asians. Alt, yeah, <laughs> these alt re- maybe they are. I don't really. No, know. I meant like alternative Asians. Yeah, it's just you know the type of, of they have bleached hair and like yeah, tatted tattoos, the fuck up. Pier- yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yatted. Yeah, <laughs> those guys don't usually date Asian girls, though. Am I wrong? I don't. I have no idea because I don't know who they date. Oh, but, but okay, that's ma- literally well, my whole well, my Tinder matches them. are just women <laughs> with face tattoos and. Alt Asians with tattoos, with also tattoos. Mm. It's just it's the correlation here is the tattoos. I think. So now that you're not dating as much, are you feeling a flood of feelings? Um. Well, I would t- I, like yesterday was my birthday, but I didn't have anything planned because I did. I had my birthday on Friday, so yesterday I was kind of like, oh, like everybody that I've not that I fuck. I hate. I always have this like fear that I sound like a fucking slut, but like all, <laughs> all, the, all the people that I, I've been like sleeping with sort of like disappeared. Like you, you know how that happens. Like sometimes you're like, oh, they're like juggling all these, and then you're and then they're yeah. All, when, like, when it's good, you gone. have so many options, and you're like can't yeah. meet everyone. And then when it's bad, it's fucking it just dries Sahara. up. Oh. I don't know. Oh, they like stop responding. Well, like there is like you, some people stop responding. Some people like you know whatever. Not that again i'm not a slut i'm like there's i'm making it sound like there's like nine thousand people but um so that happened so i was kind of feeling like <laughs> 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 and i aren't saying anything <laughs> no that's my that's my own fear but i know yeah. it's fine 
and I have to get over that. But like, so that happened. And then like, there was a period yesterday was I was just like, I'm alone. Like that sort mm, of spiral. Yeah. But then I went to go drop my son off at my <laughs> ex-husband's house. And like, I walked in and he's, he was like hanging out with his girlfriend <gasps> and it's also her birthday. That the is same gross. birthday. Oh, <laughs> that's Isn't weird. That yeah. And she's also half Asian. Whoa. Wow. Like, this is kind of the same. No, but she's that, very different. She's you? very no, no, no. I really like her. <laughs> the like my <laughs> oh, the birthday. I was like, that's funny. Yeah. But like, yeah. I don't really have any feelings for my ex-husband, so I like her. I always like oh, just hanging see, out I with see. them, and like, I'm totally fine. But I was yeah. like, but the funny thing is, like, I was feeling all sad and like I'm single and like, what does this mean? And I walked in and I was like, oh my god, I would much rather be single than in like this relationship or a monogamous relationship. Mm. Well, I was like, you got that thought from just seeing your ex-husband yeah, with his Yeah, they're like doing Why? a puzzle on the, I was like, nice. on, uh, on the dining room What a room journey. Table, so we're back like, to you being a chaotic street like <laughs> Yeah. No, no, <laughs> and I'm back. And, like, <laughs> and I'm back, bitch. Back on top. No, because then like I was like all like mopey and like, I'm alone. And then I saw that and I was like, I do not want this. This is so gross. Fuck this. Fuck monogamy. Fuck being in a relationship relationship and i literally like dropped my son off like and you just swiped right on tinder to yeah. the fucking storm I did, of matches i did get, <laughs> i did i did get never, i'm not gonna talk about that but um, <laughs> i walked out into like the night you know what i mean like the fucking cold night with my goddamn headphones on like feeling Dramatic. like feeling like a chaotic street li- like i was like back on top yeah. you know what i mean i was like <laughs> literally the? okay Here's, this is my life i love it and then i went to go like do comedy and then i met another friend for fucking drinks and we are just being fucking chaotic and i was like this is like what i want this is like what i've always wanted you know yeah and i felt so good it was like this violent mood shift like mm. i was like oh, no one loves me and then i was like i don't fucking give a shit and i felt like so good that's amazing and so, You're so this, we're like, so different that's how i know you're chaotic and l- i'm lawful because anytime i lawful yeah <laughs> a law-abiding citizen <laughs> see that we're really that, obsessed that, now with this these lawful. these titles he's a lawful top and i'm a chaotic been, bottom <laughs> I'm, but then the other I'm, night I'm, at my bir- brian was at my birthday dinner and like i kept calling him a lawful top but my friend thought the whole night i was calling him a falafel top oh <laughs> she was like what does that mean that falafel good? top <laughs> That means whatever you want it to mean, baby. That's so funny. Waffles sounds so lame, though. Right? I know, man. But I was gonna say, I was gonna chime in and say that feeling you have where you're like back on top, baby. I get yeah. that feeling when I like unsubscribe from a lot of email lists, and <laughs> I'm like, I'm back on top, that's baby. That's how you feel. That's when you feel the most alive. <laughs> that's the, dude. I'm fucking alive. You're when like, I do that. I'm alive. <laughs> what? Like no well, emotional emails? That right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I my life is back in order, baby. Oh god. It's not when I go to my ex husband's house and see him hanging out with a, a girlfriend. I was like, I felt like free as a fucking goddamn bird. I felt so good. It was like crazy. I was just like, finally, I'm fucking free. Like yeah. that. But don't you like if you whenever you feel lonely, do yeah. you ever look at your son and you're like, but at least I have him. Is I don't know. No, I do. No, sometimes I'm just like hanging out with Mina and I'm like, yo, you're like way more fun than you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> most it is a, men, it's all men. You know so why? Let's be honest. He's half you. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> you're saying you're weird narcissistic. <laughs> Damn, you remind nice. me of the best person I know, <laughs> me. <laughs> but only 50% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that, that's how I feel. I don't want to talk about myself anymore. Brian, how are you feeling? Um, happy birthday. Thanks. And I wrote a lot of very sentimental, uh, sentimental things in the birthday card, Aww, but you didn't that I read left. it. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I just want to say I'm very grateful that we Aww. have gotten so close uh, in this past year. Aww. But I'm feeling mostly, I'm like so fucking brain drained <gasps> and feeling really lonely again. I think oh. in the I think in the first the second episode or something I said I felt lonely but it's back baby. <laughs> 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 it's back. Oh. No, I think for uh, what what is causing this is that it has been a very long time since I've really left the city mm. because I'm in school and just like I haven't made the time to make a trip for myself. Yeah. And I'm just fucking exhausted. Like all the days are just bleeding together. I'm not feeling any spikes of like joy or like relaxation. I'm just going through the motions. Mm. I liken it to, you know, if you like eat out a lot yeah, and all those meals kind of blend together. And like when you actually go to a nice restaurant, you can't really distinguish how good the meal is because it's just sort of blending with all the other meals you're eating out with. Yeah. As opposed to like cooking at home and then going out to eat and it's like a good restaurant. It, you it becomes really, really noticeable yeah, and you yeah. really enjoy it. Yeah. And so I think overall New York is just doing that to me. And I've just been constantly fucking stimulated and I'm just like a zombie now. Yeah. And I'm looking I'm so looking forward to Christmas break so I can get the fuck out of this goddamn city. Wow. And reset. Well, where are you going for Christmas break? Oh fuck. I'm not that excited about it. Um, no, I really want to go back to El Paso, uh, because it's, you know, it's a desert. The landscapes are beautiful and it's just home, but my parents, they have a place in Las Vegas. Oh, and so what? I'm going to Vegas. Nice. Get some nice Vegas relaxation, baby. baby. But that's so like, yeah, you're going to be overwhelmed again with the lights and everything. Probably. Yeah, that's no. A, yeah. That's a good way to describe how it feels to live in New York. I feel like, cause it does like get super overwhelming. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm like a lot of good shit is happening, but it's, it's just like coming at me so fast that mm. I yeah. can't even absorb it yeah and then i like step away and i'm like whoa crazy you feel like you have to like always be moving you know yeah yeah and then if you're like i don't know like new york i get that zombie mode but then yeah. like when you leave you uh miss the zombie mode you know what i mean yeah and i was gone for 10 days and i wasn't like working on comedy or anything yeah and i just I know the zombie mode you're talking about, but when I was away, I was like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta get back in that." Like I'm falling behind. I know. Right. Like, I'm I feel dying. Like that too. Yeah. yeah so yeah. all, uh, so yeah, like all of my senses are just blunted right now. So even if I'm enjoying the companionship of a friend and having a good time, it's yeah. not registering <gasps> in my brain. Is like, this is like a good time because I'm just so like, what du- like zoned out. Yeah. But it's I thought fun. you said you had fun at Young Me's birthday party. Oh, it was super fun. But, but I still but feel like I think when yeah. I'm by myself, I just still feel lonely. I don't yeah. know why oh it is. God. Mm. Yeah. How are you feeling, Fumi? Thanks for making <laughs> me feel bad, <laughs> oh, Fumi. Now man. that you've made Brian feel bad about yes, his feelings, how are funny. you feeling? I'm, I'm a big fan of the pod. I've been oh, listening thanks. to it. And um, yeah, you guys are like really emo and like lonely all the time. And um, oh. yeah. But but it's good. It's good. <laughs> good. But we're, we're out here fucking though. <laughs> I know, but that's what's so confusing because you when say... Young Mi, when Youngmi says we, she means her. her. <laughs> oh, right, that's true. Brian, you, you fuck. fuck. Shut, Shut up. You fuck all the time. I, I guess you don't really talk about it that much. You do talk about it on the podcast. Well, you tell me. I know the truth. Anyways, how are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, the uh, the year's wrapping up, you know. 2019 is um. almost over. So uh, I always like, ever since I started comedy, I, I always made like a list of goals. Hmm. And I, I check it in December to see how many of them I, I've accomplished. Oh, um, shit. How did you check it? That. Uh yeah, kind of. Like I, it's like a mental thing, you yeah. know. And uh, you know, so, I, I did a lot of the things. I, it just helps me like uh, appreciate shit that's happened to me because it's so easy in New York, whatever like industry you're in, to 
just always be down like i'm not doing enough i don't have shit you know right so, like it's nice comparing. to have a physical list that you can just check off and be like yeah i did seven out of the 12 things i wanted to do like oh, that's have, awesome. you, that's cool. have you tried yeah. unsubscribing for all the spam emails you get it's <laughs> <laughs> a, a quick way to get some uh, is there like a way to do that faster i, I just keep getting every time you it's, you know that thing where you're like log on to something but you use facebook to log on yeah you're fucked you gotta get like, like that's how yeah. that works, right? Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. just signed up for a thousand. I know, I fucking hate that shit. But um, yeah, I've been trying to, cause track progress, track and progress, like, and you know, I, I just came back from San Francisco at a college show there, ooh, and I, nice. uh, I, I stayed the weekend to do more shows there. And yeah, I didn't really promote it. I don't really promote promote shows when I'm on the road, but I just made like a stupid Instagram video on my podcast account, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, cause I always I always do this thing where like uh, I document what I eat on the road, cause yeah. like. I try to get Asian food if I can, even if it's like really shitty. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I couldn't find any Asian restaurants. So I, was, I was eating in, in San, San Francisco? Francisco. No, no, sorry. I was in Stockton. Oh, okay. Which oh, is okay. two hours away from San Francisco. And, oh, okay. and then I drove to San Francisco. I know to do Stockton. Shows. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was doing a uh, University of the Pacific UOP. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I went there because I was fucking someone that lived there once, but that's Whoa. that's a drive, dude. That's, that's two hours. That's that, a drive. You're dick dignitized. <laughs> oh shit, dude. <laughs> this is when you were young. This is when I was like 20. Oh my god. That's some good dick. The There's the nothing in Stockton. I mean, except good dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm five, five minutes oh before I'm no, a no, slut, I swear. Like, everyone thinks I'm a slut. No, okay? no, 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 no. That's a general rule of thumb. It's like the more boring the town is, the better the dick is. Yes, oh my God, you're true. right. Like, all that's they can true. do is just fuck. Oh shit. That's it. That's See, all. W- in New York, we hear all these women meth. complaining about how these dudes are shitty. It's because yeah. there's too much entertainment. The yeah. dick's bad here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's bad. That's a great point. Dick and meth. Uh, what Stockton's known for. I so think. yeah, I, I like made a story. I was like, I'm gonna be in San Francisco doing these two shows, and like people came out, and I was just thinking about you know sometimes I take that shit for granted, but yeah. I was like, that's so cool that that's amazing. It was literally like a five second video, and wow. they saw it and they came out. And Yo, that's amazing. And you got some like, clout. Yeah, I mean, but but that's happened to you guys too, right? You like posted something the other day. <laughs> you know I mean, you said you <laughs> what? You posted was unless you paid oh, that, oh, um, that girl oh, to podcast? take a picture with you. What? Yeah, you said you got recognized on the oh, subway. Yeah, that was I real, did. right? Yeah, of course. Okay, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> no, <laughs> you think that I made that? Mumi thinks that I made that up. Like I just got my f- Asian friend to stand. Hey, can you pretend that you're a fan of the podcast? <laughs> it's not like I made it up. No, you. Said that, it, that is chaotic street legend. That, that is. is. That is. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm. I'm. I'm a, um, I wasn't even there, and I was fucking pumped. Yeah, yeah, I was texting Brian. I was like, Brian, Brian, I met a fan yeah. on the subway. But see, I mean, I would love to ask you about this because this is something that i've been like internally struggling with the last two months and um also i've had like i've just had different i've had different takes on it and whatever i say today is the way i feel right now you know so if somebody's like trying to dig some shit on me in the future like that's that may not be how i feel but we've been taking you know mike and i we have the podcast asian and you know we have we've had some like meetings with like production companies and like Uh we're trying to like our goal is to is to do something uh, in TV format, right? That's always been our goal. Right. Mm-hmm. But every time we have these meetings, the one thing we hear is like, oh, that's so great. Like you're doing your thing. Like the Asian thing is cool. You know, we just like, our thing is like, we want to make sure that like, it's uh, it's for everybody. Mm. We keep hearing it's for everybody. And right. what they mean is it's for, we want to make sure it's palatable for white, for white, white people. people. Mm-hmm. And that shit like really got in my head. Mm-hmm. And oh. in the beginning I was like, cause to be honest with you, like I don't even, I don't even really consider myself Asian American. So the fact that we were doing something Asian didn't really register. Like, yes, there's, you know, we have the name Asian. Twice. Yeah, but we also, you know, we have the word not. Right, And also, like, I I would never put out anything that I don't think is funny or is reflective of, like, my type of work. Right. Right. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm just being me. 
yeah. and with the help of Mike, yeah. who's my yeah. co-host, of and course. like, and you know, we don't we don't agree on a lot of things, and I th- I think there's been a lot of cool like self-discovery and like learning about history about Asian American uh, people, and yeah. that's been like really cool. But when that guy said that, it like echoed in my head and i couldn't get it out of my head mm-hmm. and i was like fuck like should we change your name like what do you, like do we like what do we need to do and i was like oh should we get like white guests and then like we started talking about it on the podcast and then we got some fans being like what like don't change anything like why do you want to cater to white people blah blah, mm-hmm. blah and i'm like that's not what i mean like obviously i uh appreciate the fans that we have and will always appreciate the fans we have yeah but it's like you know i mean i'm trying to like quit my job right yeah mm-hmm. I'm, i we have to think about this from a business perspective as mm-hmm. well so i was like what like what what do i need to do like is this too asian like i and i hated that i was like why am i thinking like that because that's the whole point that's why we started the podcast yeah. is because like i was so sick of people telling me what i can and can't talk about mm-hmm. on stage right mm-hmm. and so mike mm-hmm. and i start this podcast to just be like i'm gonna talk about whatever the fuck i want sometimes it's super asian mm-hmm. right sometimes we talk about anal yeah. You know, yeah. Sometimes we talk about Molly. Yeah. Sometimes we talk about Japanese internment camps. Like whatever the fuck yeah. we feel like learning that day. You yeah. know what I mean? And and so it really got in my head. And I, I I've been hearing it more and it's just like had a really weird effect on the way I view our fans and whatever. But then when I went to San Francisco and I saw those girls come out, I was kinda like reminded that like, you know what? Like, let's not worry about what I've heard in these meetings or like the industry, you know, like yeah. these people like they paid money to come see fucking me like yeah. i'm not fucking i'm skipping work right now i'm a fucking piece of shit you know and it was just like it kind of just reminded me of like hey just chill relax like that's really cool that even if it was two people yeah, yeah. they saw your three second video and came out you know there's a lot of yeah. value in that and like mm-hmm. uh I, I think it's like it's not to me it's not even about what race you are that's like what a ridiculous way to think about yeah. your career you know so totally. i'm like I've calmed down, but I've I, the last two months has been just like really weird in my head about right. like identity and like what does it even mean to be Asian? Am I Asian? <laughs> you yeah. know, yeah, yeah. am I Asian in the way they think I'm Asian? Was right. sort of like the main yeah. thing. I mean, at the end I of the didn't... day, this is what Young Me and I talk about a lot: is just be fucking, just believe in what you're saying and just yeah. be authentic, and the rest of the stuff will fall into place because yeah. these. These gatekeepers and these like development executives, they're all probably white and they're giving you that advice of mm. we got to make this for everyone. Yeah. yeah. But they're only like historically their only reference points are shows that were made for white people. And so they're going yeah. to give you that advice. Yeah. And I, I think talent is just inevitable. Like if mm. you if you make enough noise, they can't ignore you. I yeah. mean, do yeah. you think a podcast like Two Dope Queens? was but they have but that's they use that as an example but they you know that's they do have a shit ton of white fans i've I feel actually like the only people i've heard listen to that podcast is like white women that's what i'm Brooklyn. saying uh, but, but, but okay. i mean but obviously I, black people i think too, i have yeah. a lot of thoughts on that but but i do think asian people are in a unique position i, I don't think mm. it, it it makes sense from a business perspective to compare ourselves to um african-american or like yeah, black yeah, comedians because yeah. yeah, yeah. they just have a different thing going on right and right. there's there's been more things that are have been done by black comedians so there's mm-hmm. more data points right you know but with us like it's really just like bobby lee and like can like those are our data points right yeah. so right. That's what they are basing uh, their business decisions mm. on. So, I don't know. It's just that that word like really yeah. rubbed me the wrong way. You know what? I feel like your podcast and our podcast as well. Honestly, I feel like most people can relate to it. 
I think so too. Yeah, because like, you know, we talk about like mental health issues, which everyone has, let's be honest. And then like you talk about like topical things and just like what you discuss on your podcast, I I can just like listen to it. Do you know what I mean? Even if I wasn't Asian. But I think it's just like a lot of people because of maybe the names. Like they see the name Asian Asian and they immediately surprise can't can't possibly be. Yeah, I could see that. But like also, I don't know. I also think it's, um, you know, we talk a lot about like culture and race. Yeah. Those are traditionally not profitable subjects. Right. And we always, I always think about like, okay, if I had the best agent in the world, what podcast would I want to be a guest on? Mm -hmm. And I can't, really answer that question because i can't really think of a very popular podcast that talk about like culture as much as like code switch we maybe? do i don't really listen to that but like still processing is probably the yeah. closest one mm. and they don't right. really do guess but i would imagine a lot of listeners for still processing are people of color mm. yeah uh you know it's hosted by uh i don't know their names but they're two um black writers for uh the new york times they're culture writers and they're yeah. like super smart and of they, course and i don't know i i tried i strive to be more like them like i i want to be like intellectually at that level and like analyze cultural because like, they just did a whole episode on uh hbo's watchmen mm-hmm. i don't know if yeah. you guys watch that but it's like no. amazing amazing show okay. and okay. it's like they really fucking go in on the race thing yeah mm-hmm. but in like a really entertaining and educational way yeah mm. and if they if they missed one thing people wouldn't watch it because it's too uncomfortable mm. but it's executed perfectly that like i think people can like really enjoy it right uh but you know it's just like i don't know i, I think like those things have just kind of been in my head so it's like right. what's on your mind that's yeah. been yeah that's, so it's like i've just had like this roller coaster of like no fuck them oh fuck like should i just not yeah. do yeah. that like should i start a new podcast a <laughs> like I've, I've had these like crazy thoughts and i'm like no it's too much work and then I'm, i go back to like oh fuck them and then you know it's just like that but then when yeah. i saw those people who came out in san francisco i was like i was back uh, to fuck yeah, them. yeah right yeah. you were like yeah. what, what i'm yeah. doing is i'm on the right track it's so yeah. hard it seems like you know it is so hard like being in the in an, in america and the entertainment industry and just hearing just little subtle but that's see, that's what like, things like that it's it's you know when people talk about privilege mm-hmm. yeah it's mm-hmm. not i have a rich daddy it's this it's mm-hmm. nobody mm-hmm. like if i was just talking about dating and my name was matt ryan yeah. Yeah. Matt, like, matt ryan you're gonna tell me dating the, the quarterback is not of the atlanta falcons matt yeah ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I just made a guy's name up. <laughs> Apparently, he's That's, an NFL player. You just say, if you make up any white name, it's a famous person. Let's play this game. No, we're like a we'll white Google it and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, we Brian. Should, okay, we should all say the whitest name we can think of and, and then decide who's the whitest. Br- br- um, <laughs> I said Brian. Sorry. Okay, uh, if you say someone you know, Joshua, someone I know. Yeah. Okay. An, I, have one, I have one. Name. one. I have one. Uh, someone I know. Wilcox Weaver. Stop. Oh! Stop. <laughs> I cannot beat you. I can't beat you. Ding, 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 oh, shit. Game is over. I don't even know anyone with a white name like that. But, Damn. Fumi, uh, speaking of race, yes. we go way back. We go way back. We go way back. <laughs> yeah. And uh, race was is actually what brought us together because we yeah. have a mutual friend and we were both at an open mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. And our mutual, and our mutual fr- I met your mutual friend and yeah. he was like, hey, man. Yo, you gotta meet this one guy. I think you'd really like him. And he just introduced me to the only other Asian. <laughs> <in the world. laughs> Wait, was your mutual friend not Asian? Not Asian. <laughs> I went to college with him. That's amazing. <laughs> You're gonna love my friend. I think he's from. Where are you from? China. He's from China too. Wait till I have in store. <laughs> but honestly, it kind of reminds me of that tweet you made, where like white guys will ask you if you want Korean food, young me, and then you get offended, but you're like. 
but I also kind of do want Korean yeah, food. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of <laughs> like, well, fuck you, dude. But then I'm like, actually, I do kind of get along with this guy because yeah. he is also Asian. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, we came up together and yeah. uh, you you just said earlier that you're, you don't identify as Asian American. Well, I you see yourself as American. This is another thing that I've been struggling well, with. Well, I think you just see yourself as just... Well, because you grew up in Japan, right? Yes. Yeah, so I don't know how to tell this, but okay. <laughs> just this is a true thing. And maybe you can talk mm-hmm. a little bit about this because you have some international experience. But like, yeah. I am telling you, people outside America, like, we don't really use the word Asian. Yeah. Like, for example, yep. if I'm in Japan and I see a bunch mm-hmm. of Asian people, my mom would be like, Oh, I wonder like if they're Chinese. Like I, we would want to know what country you're from. Yeah. Mm. We would never look at a group of white people and be like, look at these white people. Like we we don't use that word. Or like yeah. look at these Europeans. It's like, oh, they're French people, right? So I was never used to identifying like just people by like a huge ass Race. region. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, no, no, I mean like I guess like nationality for sure. Mm-hmm. So like already as a kid, I just my brain didn't work like that. Yeah. And then when I ca- first came to New uh, Ohio, which is where I moved there when I was eight, uh, you know, there were some like Chinese kids in my class, but like right. it still didn't hit me that like, oh, we're the same. Yeah, you in your yeah. mind you're like, oh you're Chinese. Uh, in my mind I'm like you are just as different than this white kid named yeah, Matt yeah. Ryan. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. T- like, that's just how my brain worked. And, yeah. I'm, 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 not, was, and I'm not yeah. doing like the I don't see color thing. It's just literally like you, well, you are not Japanese and he's not Japanese. So you are equally, equally not Japanese. Equally yeah. different. That's just how my brain works. And then like, as I grew up in the States, people just kept using this term Asian American and Asian American. And then at a certain point, I was like, I mean, I, I guess like, if that's, you wanna, if that's what you want to call immigrants from, of Asian descent, then like, that's fine. But then as I got like older and then started doing comedy and meeting more Asian people, I've, I've realized that there's like this generic, like this general narrative of like what an Asian American should be and have mm. should have lived through and should eat and like yeah. what kind of drinks they should be drinking. Yeah. And I often find myself not being able to check any of those boxes. And then so then at the end of the day, I'm like, well, I guess... It's like I told you I wasn't that. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Right, like right. I don't like my parents didn't make me play piano. My parents didn't pre- put pressure on me academically. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, they didn't like let me do whatever I want, but mm-hmm. like, I just don't have a lot of the same uh, things yeah. that a lot of my other like Asian American friends complain about or have like lived through. Yeah. So I feel like if I'm like, especially now I have this podcast called Asian on Asian. So it's like people are like, oh, I love that you're like repping the community, but I feel like a fraud. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Like, oh, I'm really. I feel. I feel kind of like that you know too because I mean? I'm like I'm Korean and Brian's Korean and we talk a lot about Korean stuff and honestly I don't know jack shit about <laughs> like Laos you know what I mean oh, like, I, sure. I, couldn't, I couldn't like fucking tell you about how somebody from Vietnam feels right, right. and like so we should like, be I think we should be thinking more like that and, and I yeah. think like in America this is my theory is that like the first non-white people in America other than Native Americans were like obviously the slaves yeah and they just called them blacks yeah, right? yeah yeah because they didn't care they didn't care which country they came from right so yeah. they got used to thinking of people from like a, that's the nomenclature that, they exactly use. so yeah. it's like oh chinese people korean immigrants asian, asian. yeah but it's too- different for us because we're still connected to our home countries yeah, a lot yeah. of us yeah. yeah um 
So we are like, I mean, obviously, like there are commonalities. Like we eat rice. That's probably honestly about it. When but the I'm, rice is so different. But like, the I rice like, is even okay, different. Like, you know, like you know, in Korea, like sometimes, <laughs> like if you go to a Thai restaurant, they have like Thai rice, and then the Koreans get so offended. They're like, "We, I can't eat this. It's That's disgusting. so funny." <laughs> so like, I do didn't you know this. <laughs> I, I didn't like, know this that. But disgusting. like, obviously, Chinese rice is different. And yeah. I didn't eat up. I didn't grow up eating Korean food because we didn't have Korean food in Ohio. And yeah. I first went to K Town, freshman of NYU. I had Korean rice, and I'm like. Oh, this is just like Japanese rice. Yes, this is regular <laughs> rice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, it's just like, but even the rice wheat is different. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, and Korean people get so weird about the fucking rice. What do you mean? Like, I feel like they use it as like a dis. They they use it as like some sort of supremacy thing. Like they're like, oh, oh like in China it's like that, and we're like in Thailand it's like Ugh, like ah, that. I, I think mm. Chinese rice suits Chinese. Rice cuisine very well yeah if it's like it fried better. rice is better when you use that kind of rice because it's a little drier right yeah because the korean fried rice always ends up like stuck to the bottom of everything <laughs> <laughs> but they, they keep doing it like that they're oh like God. you want kimchi bokumbap you mean kimchi bokum like, mushed pancake and they always they keep doing it they never they'll never learn <laughs> i think that shit is good you know it is good but in its own way it's very right, different right. yeah um okay so that's interesting that's a really good point well, that, that is that's super it is i think that korea. is super interesting for you because like the moment you arrived in Ohio, you you didn't really. Everyone was just other to you at an yeah, equal everyone, at equally. an equal level. Absolutely, they were so, just not Japanese. Exactly, yeah. right? But but I, I there was no other way for me to think. Yeah. You know? So do you think that made it easier for you to kind of assimilate to the like American culture and just like establishing establishing yourself in Ohio? Then I think like well, I also like I went to Japanese school on Saturdays, so mm. I had like a separate group of friends. <laughs> uh, you know yeah. when I first moved here because I didn't really speak English so like I hung yeah. with my Japanese friends more they didn't go to my elementary school we just we were just all uh, like there was a central Ohio Japanese school that yeah. kids from all the other elementary schools would go to if they wanted to mm-hmm. um, but yeah I mean I always say this but I think like because I grew up even if it was only eight years I grew up in Japan or like a home country you know yeah that always um, provided a it was sort of like a source of confidence for me like mm. when I would make yeah. if I was made to feel like an outsider in the back of my mind I'm like well I, yeah, I mean I guess I could just go back to Japan like I, <laughs> I, I like I know there's a country full <laughs> yeah. of people look like me and there's a my family's like a there and like yeah. there's sweet ass video games like it like <laughs> it doesn't you trying to belittle Asian shit to me doesn't work on me because it's like yeah, yeah. Oh. I could just go. Mm. I could just I could That's just a go. Good point. You know That's what I mean? such a good for point. For me, it was different because even though I'm from Korea, because I'm half white, I was very like othered in Korea, mm. and it was like sort of traumatizing because they were like, yeah. "You're so different. You're so different and big, and like, what's wrong with you?" Like you know. Yeah. yeah and so yeah. I didn't, even though until I, I didn't learn English until I was six. Oh, until shit. I moved out of Korea. Yeah. And so Korean is my like first language. Even though I was only speaking Korean to people, they were still like, you're just weird and not yeah. like us. So they don't have that Japan is like that feeling. too. They were like really not cool with half Asian people until like now. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you. You, there's like a whole like movement. Oh, really? I don't <laughs> well, know they're about all like that. models now. You know? Yeah. But they were yeah. like, yeah, I mean, I have some friends who were half Asian who like got picked on a lot when they were when they were kids. Yeah. Yeah. Still, well, I think it's still like sometimes they're pop popular because i know a lot of them even in korea are like models or like singers or something like that yeah. but like the regular ones like they still get made fun of 
Like if you are successful somehow, <laughs> then they're like, "Oh, we love you. Look at you, you're so pretty, or yeah, whatever." But yeah. then if you're just like a regular, like whatever, they're like, "Fuck you." Sure, sure, sure yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's so different from my experience going to like elementary schools and middle school in America because I was born and raised in America, right? Yeah. And so because you have that experience of coming from your native country. It was almost a source of confidence for you mm-hmm. where you're like immune to any of this sort of teasing or discrimination because you're like, well, fuck you. I can go back to Japan at any yeah. point. It's a source of comfort. For sure. It wasn't like a pissing contest either. I was like, it was just very logical. Like, oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just didn't even register that they're making fun of me. It's, yeah. You know? that's so, because and, for and, me, I tried so hard to like adapt. Like people mm. would always call me a chino, which yeah. is like chink in in Spanish. <laughs> Spanish. But then oh. like I would just lean into it and be like, yeah, like I am a chino. What's up? Like, yeah. So I, I had that face too, but like in the beginning when I was like fresh off the boat, I was like more I guess more confident and stuff. But then like eventually I quit going to Japanese school. Oh no. And, decided, and that was the end. <laughs> yeah, and but the, what happens is you start liking girls. Mm-hmm. Then you care. Right. <laughs> then you care. <laughs> Having crushes fucks you. everything up. It does. Yeah. So, so then you're like, fuck, like, I wish my name was Matt. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, I definitely, like, thought that so many times. Whoa. But, but, I, but I never, I would never, I never seriously considered changing it, you know? Yeah. But, but it's funny because, like, I, I meet a lot of, uh, you know, I met a lot of Asian American friends in college and stuff. And, mm-hmm. like, not to say I'm better than them or anything like that, but I, I always felt, I could always feel they were, like, a little lost or like unanchored mm. sometimes and i always just thought it was because like if someone said go back to your country like you can't i can't you know like mm. this is your country right so you gotta fight for this you know yeah. so it's right. like it's just we're like in different yeah. situations you know so like i always yeah. thought that was kind of cool that, yeah like, when you when you had crushes though were your crushes white um, because i'm born and raised in america so i'm just brainwashed by american media to and taught that white is right white is attractive so, like, you had that experience in Japan. So, like, I'm wondering. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely, like, I had some crushes on, like, girls at my Japanese school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was, I mean, I I didn't, uh, but, you know, I, I, I'm from Ohio, too, so we didn't have a lot of, like, minorities and stuff. So, I guess, like, a, a lot of the girls, the first girl I had a big crush on was, like, Italian-American. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're mostly white. In high school, there was, like, this girl who was, like, really cute. She was Hispanic. But, like, dude, my high school was so crazy, like... <laughs> I'm so glad I came to New York because I remember like one of my closest friends, he worked at um, the supermarket called Giant Eagle. It's a chain. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there was somebody working with him who um, has a, had like a hijab. I think she was Afghani or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Afghani women are like gorgeous. Right? Yeah. Go- and then she's, she's fucking hot. And uh, I, I would always go to like uh, hang out with him slash like talk about how hot she is and stuff. Yeah. Like we're all in high school, like we're right. stupid. And like one day like, he was like driving me home or something. <laughs> oh no! He brought her up and he was like, he was like, dude, I gotta tell you something, man. I'm like, I'm like, I'm fucked up in the head. I'm like, what? What do you mean? What's wrong? And he's like, dude, I think I have a crush on. Uh, I forgot what her name was. Let's just yeah. call her like, I don't Matt. know, Matt. Maddie. Matt, <laughs> Matt Ryan. Let's call her Maddie. Okay, <laughs> that, that Matt. wasn't her name. She's like, I think I think have a crush on Maddie. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, she's fucking hot. And she's like, yeah, but like, she's like, she's got the hijab thing. Like, yeah. she's, got, oh, she's like Afghani. Like, what? He said, what's wrong with me? He said, oh, was he white? Said, yeah. Oh God. But but that's how you're but, white. But, but that's what's wrong is, with you. I, I don't. You know, we're all that's kids. That's so fucked I, up. I, I don't blame people. I just blame the people, like way people are you know raised. What? But that's like, a f- that's a fucked up. In high school, you should be smarter <laughs> than that. But but like he didn't. But it was just so interesting. Does, yeah, I think about that conversation up. all the time. He said, right. "What's wrong with me?" Right, and I'm like, "Dude, you can't like." Uh, to me, I was just like horny as fuck. I'm like, she's hot, dude. Like, who fucking You're like, what? what? But what was are just, you talking but about? That's the way he saw the world. Wow. And he's like, yeah. if that's, that's the way you up, see man. the world, then how do you fucking see me and my family? Right, you know? right. That's just like the privilege dude, that scary. comes with being yeah. from the majority. Yeah. Damn. You know, dude, I have this so theory that 
if you look at a lot of the Asian comedians in the New York comedy scene, uh, a, a common element for all of us is that we all kind of grew up in predominantly white communities yeah. or in communities where we were othered a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's like experiences like this where it really makes you assess where do I stand in this uh, this societal structure that I exist in? Yeah, mm. I'm made to feel different. And then that kind of permeates your worldview through just how you examine everything. Like yeah. what's other, what's different, what stands out to me? And I also think like making jokes and like kind of using as a way to deflect any sort of criticism that might make you feel bad is an important asset to help you assimilate to mm. the predominant culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that's <clears throat> like unknowingly, like when I was younger, I was making jokes all the time, but just as a way to endear myself to white people. Right. Yeah. yeah. So do you like, do you think that's true for you? Like, do you think your experience, like what yeah, was, what's your relationship you to comedy? Like, did you, were yeah, you always I, into it or? Sure. So like, I think same thing with you where, um, you know, I think a lot of like, if you're like an immigrant kid, it doesn't matter what race you are, like you, you try to fit in, right? Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people do it through sports, mm. but I don't, I can't play, I, I'm so small, I can't really play sports. So I think you humor. The, the, the was thing like, where you ride the horse, what's that called? Jockey. 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 Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Sorry. Is that mean? No. Oh my gosh. Sorry. <laughs> I did, uh, I, I mean, I played soccer and stuff, you know, but like, yeah. I, I never made the teams. I just played for like the community teams or whatever just to get some exercise. <laughs> You look like a good soccer player. I, I ran cross country in high school. That was the whole thing. I feel like you're just so wise. Yeah, there's so you're many. so wise beyond your years. There's like, so many sports growing that, up because yeah. you're just like, well, I can go back to my home country, and you're well, like, no, well, but, but, I'm but, doing it for my. I'm doing it. This sports doesn't fucking matter. I'm just doing it for my fucking health. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I didn't think of it that way back then. I think mm, I, I right. think it was just college, subconscious. But but like those it gave you this confidence deep inside that yeah, you didn't like. But I didn't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I didn't, and also like I mean, this is definitely like a, a Japanese privilege thing. But like Japanese shit was cool. Like Pokemon was cool. Yeah. So already, I already had that. Like yeah, I would yeah. bring my Pokemon cards in, and the girls were like, ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, like but, but, back, but they're like but we don't want to fuck you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just steal my cards yeah. Uh, yeah I remember that I would bring my Japanese cards and fucking freak the fuck out I also I had a PS2 before everybody else because it came Damn, out like two years ago if you're Japanese no. they just send one to you huh? they just no, I, just, I bought it in Japan I just, got, yeah. I just got so jealous <laughs> um, yeah so there was like a lot of that stuff but um but like, if you look back on your experiences of coming over from Japan, living in Ohio, like, do you does it make sense that you do comedy now? Yeah, I mm. think it's a comedy is a way for me to make sense of everything that's happened in my life and everything I've been told mm. to see if I can prove or disprove those things. I feel like it's a lot of like I think one thing I have in common with other like Asian Americans is like I was told what I could and couldn't do. Uh, my my dreams were limited. And uh, what do you, what do you like mean by parent, that? Like your parents told you you have to be a certain job. No, they, they were like, <laughs> they were they were realists. They were like, well, you don't, you know, you can't be a doctor. You're stupid. So like, <gasps> oh my god, they didn't say you're stupid. I remember my dad was like, uh, well, I got like a pa- pamphlet from Johns Hopkins University. I don't know why. I'm, you know, they just they just send out pamphlets to uh, uh, college prospect kids, right? Yeah. I got a pamphlet from Johns Hopkins. They're known for engineering, right? And yeah. I was like looking at their pamphlet. I'm like, oh, it looks like they have like a electrical engineering program. I'm like that's kind of cool. Like my dad's an engineer. Yeah. And he was like. Let's be honest, you're not going to be an engineer. <laughs> what? That's so mean. He, he knew, like, what I could do academically is, like, you, you can't be an engineer, you know? So, like, it's, like, that shit like that, like, uh, you know, really, at the time, I, I didn't want to actually want to be an engineer. Yeah. But just that attitude put a lot of, like, walls yeah. on what I can. Like, you know, I always, like. What do they want you to do, if anything? They, I think they just wanted me to do, like, business, some business mm-hmm. thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I don't even think, they didn't, like really tell me exactly what to do yeah 
for them, they only understand American universities uh, through like their experiences going to a Japanese university in Jap- in Japan. If you just go to a good school, you're set. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, I don't care what you study, just go to a school that people have heard of. So like, yeah. I was at NYU, and they're like, great. Like, they, I study music business, which is like a major no one's ever heard of. But they're like, <laughs> we don't care, just go. And it was, I don't know. I mean, in a way, they're kind of right, I guess. Like, if you go to Harvard, you can yeah. study like anything you fucking want and still work in wall street if you want to you know yeah. right um, so yeah i think so comedy has been like an interesting thing because it's me tackling all those weird hang-ups i have one by one mm-hmm. like like i never i was never told i was a writer like i like they're like oh you know obviously like you're writing and reading schools are low so like focus on math yeah for SATs. like they would say shit like that right so yeah. like my math score is so much higher than my rest <laughs> of the other schools and like right. that's really how i got by yeah and that's why like I was doing like things that were like more business related because I was like, oh, math. That's yeah. just what I was told, you know. Did mm-hmm. you like it though? Did I like math? Because like you're, you're telling, you're saying like, I'm not even like, that good. Like I was yeah. better than most kids, but like because I, I feel like when you're from a young age, always told what to do and what you can and can't do. Yeah, it doesn't really leave space for you to kind of uh, you know breathe in it and know like, do I really like this or not? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So. I mean, it was fine, but to be completely honest, I was like looking through old Facebook Messenger uh-huh. uh, text messages I've had with friends because they go. I mean, I I, we st- I started Facebook in like 2007 or something, and yeah, the I first ones too. are me and my AP Calc friends um, exchanging answers mm-hmm. or like discussing homework questions. And I read nice. one, and I'm like, I don't know what this is. Whoa. Like, I, I I can't understand this. There's you know, there's oh no God. way I understood what the fuck that. I, I don't know what an integral <laughs> is. Yeah, I mean, I think I was just like identifying things on paper and mm. just like, oh, I think when you see this, you do this. Right. Like yeah. I, I didn't really understand the application of it. You know? Right. Mm. Man, um, I was so good at math and I don't know any of that shit anymore. Right. Yeah. I was like an AP Calc 2 junior <laughs> year like knowing how like inverse polynomials and how it like rotates around the x-axis and I'm like oh, this is so much it's wasted. Crazy. I did okay. Yeah, right. Like wasted brain potential. Yeah. I did okay in math but I had a really hard time because I was obsessed with actually understanding what I was doing where mm. I feel like a lot of people were doing math like how you were doing Fumi right. where they were just like this when you see this word you do this yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was like literally I would just sit and just like look at it and like try to wrap my head around yeah, it and it yeah, took yeah. me forever but then mm. I would but that's how you memorize things but then I would become good at it because then I like my brain would understand what was happening but then you know you get to h- higher like levels of math and it's really complicated oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to like understand impossible. what's actually happening yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and i would like obsess over it like, i think it's a good way to approach it. things though because unlike you i yeah. was just like a robot where i don't really know i don't need to know the deeper meaning behind this yeah i just need to know how to do the steps memorize the yeah, steps and yeah, regurgitate yeah. it no, that's why i feel like it took me it took me it was but then i realized that yeah like, at one point and then but I that's how know. i operated on a day-to-day human level like i yeah. don't need to know but how i bad. feel about something i just know <laughs> right. i need to know i need to be at this place at this time yeah. Yeah. and just be like a fucking walking shell of myself i remember yeah. taking like a test and it was like you know like in high school and it was like some like really like high level science class i don't remember what it was and i remember just thinking i don't understand anything on this page yeah. i just like gone through a memory and i got like a hundred percent like a perfect score <laughs> and i was like i don't fully understand anything i'm right. just like whatever like yeah. putting in the little right, right, right. whatever yeah i mean that's so why weird. comedy's been cool because it's like oh i'm not a performer well look at me on stage it's like oh i'm not a writer like i'm writing for uh, shit now yeah. you know like i got paid to write so i'm a writer and Damn. it's just been yeah, cool that's to just, how that works because i mean it's a, it's a way to like disprove people for you comedy yeah, has been and, a and i'm not doing it that. to get back at them it's, it's more it's more to prove to myself that like 
life can be very simple. It's like if you want to get good at something, you just fucking do it. Yeah. Okay. And it's yeah. the only way to do it. And yeah. the reason why somebody else is better than you at this one thing is because they've put more hours into it. And that is it. That's and like it. Yeah. comedy is the best way to learn that about life. So yeah. it's not just about writing jokes or like writing a, a, a TV pilot. It's like, oh, I want to get good at programming mm-hmm. well how do you think zuckerberg fucking did that he that's all he cheated. did in high school sorry or he stole from the winkle bostons whatever it yeah. is you know like cheated then, like a white man that and he, he is got, <laughs> and then he got good enough to make an app to help him get girls yeah yeah Facebook. well that's like that's a really good point because i feel like a lot of people that want to do things like comedy or something creative i think i think like a big hurdle that they can't get over is that in their heads they're like i am not a dot 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 i am yeah. not a comedian i'm not a writer so i can't do that but the truth is you are if you do it you are a comedian right, right. if you yeah. do comedy right you know like and yeah. so then that's an interesting way of like how people see themselves i always right. joke stops, yeah stops them from i always joke it. to people that the access to entry into comedy is nothing like you could just anyone can do it yeah, yeah. so it's like well if you're not good at anything then just fucking do comedy <laughs> 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 you can just do it <laughs> But you're very funny. You're very, oh, you're you so like much. a great comedian. So. <laughs> you're a fantastic comedian. You're hilarious. You always make me laugh. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I remember I, I did a show once at the uh, at Bergen and I was bombing and you're the only person laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was dying. And I was, that was so embarrassed you know, that and was I left <laughs> without saying bye. And, you, and you're <laughs> like, you're so funny. And I, was, and I don't even think I texted you back. No, I but like, I yeah. think the show was kind of dead. Yeah. It was like a weird room. Do bombs still yeah. hurt you? The uh, same way it, they used to? It depends on the type of bomb. Yeah. It's bad when like the room is hot. And then you go up and they don't laugh. You're like, but you were laughing oh, for everyone yeah. else. That That's what hurts me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, but but we're, like, we're cocky. So we're just, like, even people are bombing. You're like, no, 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 no. Wait till I get up. And then you bomb. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, sorry. It was yeah. a bad room. You're right. That was a terrible room. That's what was going on there. It was not us yeah. at all. Yeah. <laughs> Man. But, you know, we, we started comedy get together and we just like did all the shitty open mics together and we came up through the New York comedy scene together. But one of the uh threw up to where like you, i'm just kidding I'm wait being, what i'm such a bitch sorry what what i missed that what did you say <laughs> young me's bombing no, right no. now <laughs> i'm bombing oh I my lost god you're bombing pr- on your own podcast <laughs> edit this out edit i this lost out. the <laughs> crowd yeah. i lost the crowd what it no, was it was hot no, and then you, you, bo- you go up there and you're just bombing hot <laughs> <laughs> show bro no, i was, I was being mean because it makes you make it sound like you two are like now on hbo we came up on the mean streets of new york city to together now look at us hey we're in my fucking bedroom this is <laughs> hbo bitch that's no, I was your podcast is like joke. dude i mean i i think in a year or two like you'll be people will be interested in like this i think you know, i like, think so too on, on a tv format i think it's really good thanks yeah we just gotta get rid of the word asian <laughs> just feeling yeah <laughs> <laughs> for, for white people too feeling homo sapiens yeah feeling um feelings um no 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 i think it's great and like you guys started that podcast together and i think it's just been a great thing for the asian american community at large and just for a lot of asian comedians in general and you know young me and i we kind of we all like kind of came up together we're in the same circles and we were like you know what like let's just like podcasting has just been great for us because we get to talk about the shit more directly that we so wanted to through the format of jokes yeah mm-hmm. instead of writing it through like a weird joke with a stupid punchline right i mean that's just why am i talking so much shit about stand no that's how i feel too <laughs> i mean that's just how we feel right yeah, now yeah. yeah but you know you did that podcast but another more recent development for you is that you started going to therapy 
Oh yeah, I started going to therapy. Yeah, how long yeah. ago? Uh, I started going in like April or May, I think. Whoa. And I think, and, and you, I, I know you were like talking about me like beforehand. Like it was very touch and go for you, and then you finally made the plunge. <gasps> well, I've always been curious. Mm. Yeah, but I just didn't. I, I think subconsciously you going and talking about it made me feel like it was okay for me to go oh like in a weird way it wasn't a direct thing but yeah. like i just think for a long time i was just like i, I legit just told myself that's just not what i do like yeah. that's not and I, I didn't look down on people who went is therapy okay. a thing in japan i mean therapy is a thing in every major country but that was a stupid question it, i just but, asked but but <laughs> is it openly talked about no. no. If you yeah. go to therapy, I think for the most part, people are like, that guy goes to therapy. In mm. Korea, it's yeah, like a rich crazy. rich woman thing. Yeah. Oh, is, is what it? my mom told me. I don't know if that's true. Mm. She's mm. like, it's like rich people that have like live a, lived abroad. So it's like mm. a mark of like, you know. So yeah. now in that in that way, it's like more acceptable because yeah. mental health is so taboo there. Yeah. But just because now there are all these like rich like women in Gangnam are doing it. They're like, oh, well. I'm in therapy like that. Right. Oh, interesting. interesting. That's what my mom said, so it might not be true. <laughs> oh, so for you, it wasn't until you saw other Asian people going to therapy and like talking you. about openly. What but, was, but, but, but yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, what was like your big thing that was keeping you from going? Like th- your thought? Well, Bes- I just, oh, you said it's not you? I, I, I just, um, I grew up just solving problems on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think because my parents like really didn't speak English and stuff and my dad was for a Japanese company. So like just growing up, I, I knew, I was told and I knew I remember my parents were like, just so you know, we cannot help you get a job. They were just like, just so you know, like, we cannot help you after college. Huh. Wow. So you need to figure this out because we don't understand America. Like, you, this is you. So That's so much right? pressure. So it's like, to put I mean, it wasn't that pressure. Just I like, think it's a lot of pressure. But I, I, but I just got in this mindset of like, I got to take care of myself because mm. like, I mean, obviously, like, if I got fired or needed money, like, they would give me some money for sure. Yeah. You know? Right. They're not monsters, but like, overall they're just like i don't have any friends who work at google kind of thing you know what i mean like i yeah. can't really help you get a job i don't even know what it is that you're studying like i, I don't know how american people get jobs yeah. so i just and i was i'm also like the the first child so like i just i'm used to just doing shit by myself so mm-hmm. it was more about me like rejecting help than mm. anything. it wasn't like oh i'm too good for therapy it was just like no i got this uh, i can i can do it all because i figured it out right up until now like look at me like i went to college i started something weird but i'm, I'm making a lot of money working at this like marketing job yeah mm. and like I do comedy and I have a full-time job. I, right. You know, like, I, I just, like, there are all these things that, like... You figured pe- it out on your own. Yeah, and, like, it. these big things. Like, I'm, I'm super independent because of that mentality, you know? So, and so, ha- now that you're in therapy, have you had, like, any big revelations or breakthroughs? Yes. Na- I almost cried once. <laughs> almost. <laughs> you almost, <laughs> almost cried once. But I was holding that shit You're, like, shit you're in, proud. You're, like, what proud was, you didn't. So, like, what was in, the revelation? Um, the biggest one. So I started going because I was having like relationship problems. And, yeah. Oh, um, with your with my girlfriend. Okay. Mm. But, but we've worked out. It's just been like amazing. Yeah, that's great. Uh, it's really been an incredible experience. But uh, mm. I've always felt like I've uh, been kind of cold to her overall. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I we don't I don't really invite her out when I'm hanging out with my friends. Mm. Um, I don't I ask her not to come to my comedy shows. That's mainly because I consider it like work. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't you know. Um. We know she sometimes when she like texts me, hey, like, wh- are you gonna be home late or whatever? Like, I'd get annoyed. Mm. I'm like, why are you? I'm like, I'm my own person. I don't, why do you need to know? Kind of thing, you know? Mm. And like, there's been points where like she asks me so many questions about like shows and stuff. I'm like, I've literally said, like, just look at my website. I've like said oh. that to her. And like, she's a fan. She's a fan. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on Instagram. <laughs> a fan that you just know, happens and, to live with um, you. I just thought that was like, 
okay to do. And I, I don't, oh. for, for some weird reason, she stuck around and it, it popped. Eventually, she was like, we can't go on like this. Like, you can't talk to me like she this. She said that? Yeah, it was something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like other things had happened, but uh, the overall message was like, this machine is not working anymore. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm. And it's like it sounds super valid on paper like it makes sense but i i think the thing with therapy like therapy kind of maybe understand like why i act that way and it wasn't necessarily just with my girlfriend i'm like that mm. with all people I, I don't really keep in touch with any of my high school friends anymore mm. they were like such close friends we were on like road trips we were fucking like died like ride or die brothers you know mm-hmm. and now i don't talk to like any of them and I, this has been like a very, very common theme in my life where I just kind of like relationships fade away. I'm kind of cold sometimes yeah. when I'm not with you. It was a lot of like compartmentalizing things. And like that, I think, I guess that was the biggest takeaway is that I, I, I like to compartmentalize my life. And you know, maybe some of that roots from like when I first moved to America, like I had my American friends and I had my Japanese friends from going to Japanese school. And, right. I, I, and my bus stop for the Japanese school was at my elementary school. And there'd be kids at the elementary school playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And I remember I'd be so embarrassed to be seen waiting to go to school on Saturdays when all oh. my friends from class are like 30 feet away playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing in line with a bunch of Asians and they're like, what the fuck is going on? You know? And so like, I always wanted to like separate the two. So mm. maybe that's kind of where it stems from. But at the end of the day, it was just more like, why do I treat people this way? Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, why do I feel like my independence is always being threatened when somebody just like wants to know where you're at and stuff, you know? And I think a lot of it, we came to and i'd never thought about this and so i'm so thankful for for therapy for like letting leading me down this this uh breakthrough i guess is that like my dad was like never home growing up mm-hmm. he was always on business trips so like we we moved here in 98 and then from i would say from 98 to 2005 maybe mm-hmm. he would come home like once a month Damn. And so like, and those are very impressionable years. Like, yeah, developing and, and like there, there would be times where he'd be home for like a week or something. Right. But mm. by the time I got to high school, it by the time I, two, I graduated in 2008. So in 2005 or six, he started coming home more often. And because he was away for so long, it felt weird that he was in the house. Mm. I was like, who is this man in the house? Like, I'm uncomfortable. Like, right. who the fuck is this guy, you know? Mm. But he was just always away. And, like, I remember, like, my mom was raising me and my sister. And, like, sometimes, like, my sister and I are only, like, a year and a half apart. So we're, like, little shits, right? Mm-hmm. We're always causing trouble. And my mom is yelling at us. And, like, she would call my dad and, like, hand over the phone to, like, have him yell at us. Uh-huh. But I, w- I would always, like, hang up and stuff, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, she just didn't have any help. Yeah. And so, like, he was just never around. And yeah. he'd just come home when he fucking wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, I never thought about this. But she was like, do you ever think, like, maybe that's how you think a relationship should be? Is because, like, that's... Because I told her, I was like, I don't have any relationships as a reference. Because she's my first girlfriend. Yeah. So I don't know what, if I'm, what I'm doing is normal or not normal. But she was like, no, you do have a reference. Everybody has a reference. It's your parents. And yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. I never thought of it like that. And she's like, maybe it has something to do with the fact that, like, your dad just kind of, like, like came and went as he pleased mm. you know and so that maybe that's the way i feel like i just come and go like mm. don't tell me i i come and go for comedy oh. don't ask me where i'm at you know right. i can't help you you know like and then how was he treating your mom when he was home like, no it wasn't like abusive or anything oh like no, that i'm like, just saying like were they close or like were they like i don't I, I i think they would hang out sometimes but it was a lot of just like him coming home like reading the, i just remember him like reading the newspaper a lot so even when he was home he was distant kind of yeah, like mm-hmm. I, I mean, I have some memories of less like playing. I used to play lacrosse, so we'd like play catch in the backyard. But like, I have like one memory of that. Of mm. us doing it. Like, it probably one. happened once. You probably did happen <laughs> once, right? Your dad's like, check, did that. I'm done now, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but it's those are, yeah. Those you know are, what? 
therapy in general, you just never really think about how much like your parents left an impression on you. How, you know? Yeah. And I, I never thought of that. And then now I, I try to analyze a lot of things through that lens and a lot yeah. of mm. stuff in my life it, started to make sense. It's been very helpful. And those years when you're a child are like so long. Like two right. years affects you so profoundly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I had like, um, so I know I've brought it up a few times on the podcast, but I've never really fully gone into it. But I had like a negligent childhood negligent i don't know how to say this i i feel like i've like always experienced parental negligence negligent, yeah. negligent mm. abuse so basically from the time i was like five my, my sister i had an older sister who was like four years older than me i was left alone at home by myself with mm. my sister yeah who was who was not capable of being my ta- caretaker She's older. Mm. She's four years older, but that's like cat? nine. Did you guys right? play lacrosse okay. in the backyard? <laughs> Once we played lacrosse. <laughs> yeah. um, and so she, a nine-year-old is not capable of taking care of a five-year-old's right. needs. Right. And so it was like, I like literally through therapy realized that like that has affected me so much. Mm. And like a lot of the actions that you say that you do to people, you know, um, I mean, just even like what I was talking about earlier on the show, like where I like being alone and just mm. feeling that like when I'm in a monogamous relationship with someone and it's like a loving relationship, it makes me feel shitty and I don't know why. And mm. it's just like, kinda, I feel like panicky and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's, there's all these like things that like I fully don't actually understand yet that are being brought up in my therapy because of that like sort of neglect. Yeah. But it's like after having this realization, yeah, I know that Brian, you had said you wanted kids. But like it's a big responsibility, you know. Yeah, and you I'm like, scared. I'm not saying you can't, how, but it's yeah, just yeah. like I think you know from what I've heard on the podcast, it seems like you're doing a very good job. But like every day matters, dude. Like I what know. you do, you think they're not watching? They're fucking watching you, I dude. No, it sucks. It's like I'm still I'm fucking s- down. <laughs> 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 I want to fuck fuck up some kids' lives no. by oh, my yeah, negligent yeah. parenting. <laughs> no, I mean. I didn't experience, so my parents were, they were always around. I didn't, I don't think I experienced any, uh, you know, negligence of that sort, but I think it manifested differently for me because I, so I lived with my aunt for a year in Korea when I was 12 uh-huh. and then I got, and then I went to boarding school and then went to college. So from the age of like 12 years old, I've always been away from my parents mm-hmm. and I my, know that. yeah. And my sister always, she thinks it has definitely made an impact on my personality and like the way I process information mm-hmm. and I've always I'm kind of stubborn stubborn and I'm always like what the fuck like fuck you no it's not like I'm just who I am and honestly it I can hearing this and like you know I've been talking about with my therapist and it definitely has made me like I really don't like uh, like if any authority figure, even if it's parental or just someone who is above me in status mm-hmm. tells me something to do, I immediately like process that as like criticism or as an attack because mm. I'm so used to just doing things on my own mm-hmm. constantly. Mm. Anyone. So I'm yeah. just like, fuck you. Why are you telling me what to do? And so out of reaction, I will just like do the opposite mm-hmm. oh, and rebel. Yeah. 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 So even though like my parents were around, I still yeah. think like because well, I was just away for so s- long. Yeah, I have to say, if they sent you away from the time you were twelve, this is the thing because my my parents, <laughs> my parents, time. as I became a like a twelve, thirteen, and then older teenager, they yeah. literally disappeared because right. I felt like my mom saw me because I look physically like an adult. You know, like you go through puberty, yeah. you right. look like an adult basically yeah. when you're like fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, and they're like, okay, this that's it, and they literally disappeared. Where were they? 
well they were around but they would just never come home i was right. like left, out hanging out i was left to like go drive myself to school make my own food do you know what i mean like yeah. like I, I would have to come home like i would just go home like i would just go out and fucking get fucked up and dr- like drink and my parents never knew do you know what i mean That's so wild. like I, when i was like 17 i dated like a 28 year old whoa for, yeah, n- they didn't know uh, and then also a 26 year old and a 22 year old oh when God. i was 17 18 you know Jesus. what i mean like when i was still living at home with them right right they didn't have no idea because they're just like oh like they just couldn't i don't know what what that's about but like what i was gonna say is i went and when i was a teenager my parents really disappeared and that's like how old you were but they i think people don't understand that teenagers are still fully children Mm -hmm. they're Mm -hmm. still like they still need parents around them all the time right they're still children right and so i think because i physically looked older Mm -hmm. my parents didn't think that and it Mm. made that so i would say brian like that to me sounds like there's like some sort of issue of abandonment (laughs) don't look at me like you know i feel like that that probably profoundly affected you uh i didn't i don't i didn't miss them because i kept uh, we would talk like we would i would make sure to call them all the time and i still do that to this day because it was a habit that was formed in high school yeah but yeah i'm sure like just not like the absence of that parental presence like Mm. physically yeah has an impact that's interesting you say like the rebellion thing because i always thought you were like a very good son like you always try to make sure your parents are happy and you call them and stuff so i i I see the opposite of what you say Mm. but but you're saying you have that to authority figures that are not your parents in your life or even my parents if they tell me something to do now i'm kind of like what like but it's it's something that's grown with over years because i'm just so used to being alone for Mm. so long Mm. where i'm like you can't fucking tell me what like fuck you do you think a little even though they're right a little (laughs) bit of that has to do with like i don't no i'm not gonna say that because i feel like i'm like speculating speculate can i speculate like like do you think a little (laughs) 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 i can edit it out i have the power to edit it out my speculation is like there is like an understanding between your parents and you that's not unspoken that they sort of maybe weren't fully there for you at that time of your life. Mm. And so when you're like, hey, I don't want to do this. They're like, oh, OK, OK, like that. Uh, do you think there's anything like that? No, because whenever I disagree, they take they interpret that as disrespectful. And, and they get my, mad. My, my, yeah, but like my dad has acknowledged some remorse and regret. He's like, I kind of wish we didn't send you away for high school yeah for so long because i'm and it comes from a place like because then you would respect me more Ah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah but this is no but i think this is important to talk about because i think a lot of asian americans in our generation go through something like this they get sent away a lot they get sent away but like their parents are immigrants they come here and they have to work really fucking hard to make it so they're just not around yeah all the time yeah yeah so you're kind of just left to your own devices and then manifests in adult behavior in different ways and it's different levels of feeling abandoned when we were children right not to make it sound too serious but <laughs> yeah. there is like there is like this well there is this comedian there's this other korean comedian that talks about how when he was like 11 or 12 yeah his parents just left to go to korea for a month and left him what by himself in queens yeah. wait do you know who i'm talking about tommy i i forgot his name it might be tommy handsome uh he looks korean yes <laughs> so, handsome. so yes handsome <laughs> most attractive <laughs> man i've korean. ever seen he's all yatted he's all asian i've heard um, this joke before i don't know who it is so he and he talks about it on stage he's just like dude that's so fucked up and i remember like watching him and i'm like that is that is gonna affect anybody profoundly right it's gonna fuck you up yeah. right can you imagine like the terror that you 
feel as a like 11 12 year old being by herself yeah mm-hmm. i remember like cause, you every know, day for a month i remember like yeah my parents like a couple of times they went on vacation or something and we were just home alone for you know two days maybe and i remember like <laughs> i have this like image of me and my sister trying to make spaghetti yeah. but we didn't like boil the thing enough so it was oh like really god. crunchy <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> but like i can't imagine doing that for a fucking month dude one yeah month. it's scary in that, that big so house in that big house yeah just being i mean you know like my parents came home at night to go to sleep oh actually my dad was working in africa so we would come back for two weeks and then go away for three months Whoa. so i have like a similar thing with you it's all wow. throughout my yeah. childhood yeah. I, mean, I just thought like, of that uh, like i i rarely talk to him and when he's around i don't know what to say it, it's it's yeah. really i mean i don't hate him or anything like that but it it, it he, he ha- single-handedly changed our relationship like yeah i don't have anything to say to him yeah and it I don't sounds have, like you don't harbor any resentment towards him no there was no resentment <laughs> it, it's just like an old man sitting next to me and then my oh. mom my do you mom, feel like do you feel like you know, he's a stranger a little bit. Oh. That's why, like, he when he would hit me, I couldn't even get mad because I was like, "Who are you?" I was like, "Who are you, bro?" <laughs> like, <laughs> stranger danger. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just different, um, man. That sounds to me. That's like such a common way that Asian Korean people like relate to their dads. I know, so like my <laughs> my cousin. No, no, like just not knowing their dads. Oh, like all yeah, my cousins yeah, yeah. don't know my uncles. They're just mm. like, he's here. That's I ne- I've never talked to him before. I, mm. I feel like. And again, I don't know what Korean Korean culture is, but all my Korean Korean American friends are like very close to their family. But in like oh. Japanese, n- in the Japanese narrative, it's very common for people to be like, "I haven't spoken to my parents in 15 years." Like mm. that's a very common thing. Oh, in Japan, and I, yeah. And I feel mm. like I'm like on that path a little bit. Like I talk to my parents, I email my parents like once a year. Email? Know? Whoa! Like, email. You email them I, I once cannot a year. remember the wow. last time I talked to her on the phone. Damn. Would you be sad if that was your relationship with? your children if you have children i don't know i mean i probably but like Mm. it just depends i don't know but like he he's weird with his parents my dad yeah and so he did it to me so Mm -hmm. i don't don't really know if it's his fault like yeah he you know he has a brother i have an uncle i've only met him once yeah and they have a kid i have a cousin and i've only met her once i I have i have uncles like that too where i've only seen them once i have cousins i've never seen brother i only have two cousins it's it's just insane that i don't that person's not in my life you Mm. know what i mean right and and, i sometimes get jealous when i see like those big white family gatherings and they're like tight and like the cousins i don't have that relationship at all with my cousins most of them i kind of did when i was a kid but i decided to cut them off because they're yeah crazy. yeah but i try not to, i have so i have one, one cousin really that i'm keeping touch with he's 10 years younger than me so like but i i didn't want to do that so i, I sent him a gift every year for his birthday i text him mm-hmm. that's really nice. Oh, that's that's nice. Like, he's on instagram so i like if he posts a funny video i'll just be like haha or something i try to like keep the thing going he's in high school <laughs> so he doesn't want to talk to me bro. <laughs> I, I bought him shoes on his instagram <laughs> yo you rock he's, he's too cool for me but um <laughs> hopefully when he's in college he'll like you know yeah. turn around and, and we can be cool but like yeah. you know when, when he was like baby he like came to ohio a lot and like we hung out and mm. like, yeah but so. i think it's really good of you that you, you express some compassion to your dad and you don't resent him because you understand like that was yeah. what he was subjected to yeah. and that's why you experienced yeah. that sort of fatherhood from him yeah and it sounds yeah. like you're you know like you said your relationship is on the men now and uh since making that breakthrough like what what changes have you made in your life and you, are there any like mental mm. tricks yeah, that for you your <laughs> i guess for your relationship right because you were saying it was affecting you yeah. your relationship the most i'm more conscious about like communication mm-hmm. like the reason why she's like asking me where i'm at and stuff is because like i haven't texted her in like two days you know what i mean so like i wow, just if I you leave go two something. days without texting your girlfriend yeah but I, I don't think that was weird but then wow. that, you know it's so funny like i always hang out with mike 
because we're doing the podcast together. Yeah. And right. He will not stop texting his wife. Like literally just always texting his wife. And I look at that. And I'm like, and you're like, bro, why are you being I'm weird? Like, that is so, I used to think that was weird. I'm like, huh? Oh, really? You have that much things to say? I mean, yeah. things to say to your partner. But now like, that I'm, things are in perspective I'm like I guess most people have like there's always texting their partners like yeah. I guess I'm the weird one for just going like a week without talking to my girlfriend or yeah. whatever you know like I just thought that was normal because like you know my dad didn't call to check in on my mom you yeah. know what I mean right yeah but I, I like um, I think one of the things about me being independent is that I like it when people depend on me because mm. it makes me feel like in, in, uh, in a work in a work setting in a relationship setting it gets annoying mm. but in a work setting I feel like interesting I feel like yeah, I'm the fucking man, you know. Oh, but but it just it just confirms my independency. Like it's just like yeah, yeah, that's right. Like you need me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. of course you're dependent on me because I'm fucking doing all the work. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm. Like oh. it's like I'm like jerking myself off a little bit. What makes it uncom- makes you uncomfortable when your romantic partner? Well, I'm getting, I'm trying to. You know, I'm, I'm doing better. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, try, I text yeah. her once a day now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'll just it's, it's it's a lot of like just like letting them know. Like, hey, I'm gonna be out late tonight, and then that's it. That's all you gotta do. You Wait, know? you don't live together. We do live together. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. She's a saint. She yeah, has gone totally. through a lot of stuff, and like, I think I'm a much better boyfriend now. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't. I think if it was any other woman, she's like, like the nicest, sweetest woman ever. Yeah, and I, and I see you, and I'm like, damn, we're putting up with a lot. I know. But <laughs> I, I remember I used to see you like your, you bring your ex girlfriend your shows all the time and that would like that i got a similar feeling to when i would watch mike text his wife oh i was like ew like why is she here like <laughs> i would think that not judging you but like i would wow. just be like i would never do that mm. that was so you know? funny because prior to wow. that we probably got into an argument i'm like no don't come why are you coming <laughs> boomy's girl never comes Boomy's <laughs> girlfriend's never had a show like did it bother you when your ex-girlfriend went to your shows i mean it always i always get more nervous when people i'm very close to come see me perform because yeah. then I'm like, oh, I, like I really want to do well. I mean, like, yeah. Regardless, the outcome yeah. will be the same. Yeah. But I just yeah. feel that way. Yeah, I feel like it's another thing that I have to think about. I'm like, why are you fucking here, man? Like, <laughs> come on. Well, cause we, we are working. Yeah, That's the yeah, way I yeah. see it. It's, it's like, because like, I, you know, you Now I gotta show, worry about you and your you stupid fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see if they'll book you. Be like, hey, yeah. how you like my set? You know? Yeah, yeah. I hate it. Ugh, so, I hate it anyways. Wow, yeah. So, okay. So, it sounds like you're just trying to be more communicative with your girlfriend. Yes. Transparency has been a huge thing and it's been working out, so... Right. And does that, do you do that with people outside of your relationship too now? Um, yeah. I, I think I try to be like more upfront with what I want yeah. and um, more open to, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think like it sounds so obvious, but like you need to, like people are not mind readers. Mm-hmm. You need to, yeah. like, if you are unhappy or just like if you need something from somebody, you need to ask them to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like nine out, of ten, nine out of ten, they'll be like, oh yeah, I'll do it. Or yeah, like, yeah. you know, yeah. Or like, or like, if you don't want to hang out with somebody, you don't have to, you know, mm-hmm. you don't have to, I used to like make little white lies. Like you don't have to do that. You can just would, be like, I do that all the time. I know. I don't I anymore, but I used to. Yeah. Wait, when you don't want to hang out with someone, make a white lie. Yeah. Like I'm just like, Oh, I got a birthday. Yeah. I've got a, yep, I've yep, got a yep, fucking yep, birthday yep. party to go to. <laughs> I just don't want to hang with you. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's okay. You know, like kind of like reveling in the fact that like, I don't want to hang out with you, man. Yeah. And that's okay. Oh, I don't yeah. hate you. Damn. I just feel like doing something I feel like you've told me about a lot of birthday parties you had to go to. <laughs> 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 My grandma died again. Yeah, again. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's yeah. so interesting. Is that it? I think that's it. Yeah, how long yeah. was this? We've been talking for a while. Yeah, we've yeah. been... Well, yeah, we, let's... Ra- I guess, yeah, so... I think that wraps it up for us. That wraps it up. You know, we we talked about parental negligence. Yep, we talked yep, about yep. how that manifests. We yep. got a little bit into therapy. Yep. That was a crash course. Yeah. If you have kids, man, just 
Just be around, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? Like with my son, I'm just around him sometimes, and I like I feel like living in New York, you feel like this guilt, like I didn't take him to fucking Pilates or whatever. You know, like you have to take him to like all these activities all yeah. the time. Right. And I'm like, yo, the fact that I'm I've literally never left him alone and I'm just always with him. That's like I'm already crushing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to my parents who just <laughs> left me for like yeah. eight years yeah, by myself yeah, yeah. watching TV. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, like I'm literally sitting next to him all the time. And it like kind of breaks my heart because he's five now and my parents used to leave me alone starting when I was five. Yeah. And he gets scared sometimes when the door closes, you know, his Ooh, room. Is that an issue? Because you're around too much? No, no, no. It's just normal. His age. Oh, like, like at oh, that like age. He's, he's scared of like ghosts Yeah, it's like shit? being by himself in a, mm, the room. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. I can't believe my parents just like left me. In the That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, Fumi, right. thanks for joining us. Thanks on for having me on, man. Podcast. It's interesting. Um, anything you want to plug? Where can our listeners find you? Oh, yeah. You can find me on Instagram at the Fumi Abe. T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. I'm also on Twitter. Same handle. And please, please, please check out my podcast, Asian Not Asian. Young me and Brian have been on it a bunch of times mm. and you know they're a big reason why we are enjoying the success that we are even though we're not that big. So check out their episodes. Yeah. I don't remember which ones they are but just you can search for them. Just and the they're butt all sex one. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> butt sex one. Yeah. <laughs> um, young me, where can our listeners find you? Um, YM Mayor on Instagram and Twitter. How about you, Brian? And you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at It's Brian Park. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it. Thanks again, Fumi. Yeah, man. Thanks, Fumi. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye.